Hi everyone and welcome to the first of a four-part episode of The Networks. I'm Gareth Spence. As you can probably hear, I'm not in the studio today. I'm on the very top floor of the Science Museum at ADVA's London Symposium. This is an event where some of the industry's biggest names come to talk about the latest networking innovations. In today's show, I'm going to take you inside the symposium and share some of the hot topics being discussed. First on the stage is ADVA's CTO, Christoph Glinginer. Let's join him as he shares his thoughts on what networks will look like in 2030. There are lots of different gremiums, standardization groups, talking about how the network might look like in 2025, in 2030. An interesting one is ITU. Looks that one up. So they're trying to come up with a network vision. How should that network look like in 2030? A part of the stuff I have on this slide comes from that vision. Of course, it should be scalable, lots of bandwidth. It should be disaggregated, open, but also deterministic. Deterministic in latency, loss, symmetry, all this stuff. It should be secure, enable privacy and security, programmable, fully automated, and then some stuff I made red. One important one, it should be simple. Because what is really killing us in a lot of these things is complexity. That's our enemy. So keep it simple. So that's the future. But what about now? One of the most heavily discussed topics at the moment is the network edge. But what and where is the edge? Christoph has some thoughts. Now all of this transformation happening happens at the edge. What is the edge? So I put some stuff together. If you see it more from an enterprise point of view, those are more the red things. Or if you see it more from a, let's say, carrier point of view, those are the blue things. Well, it's where my when starts or ends. It's a demarcation point between IT and OT. No, it's a boundary to the cloud. Or it's where sensors and actuators are. And I'm doing something. And if you go to the telco world, well, it's somehow my demarcation point between me and my customer. No, it's just a new name for access and metro. It's all the same. Or it's anything which is not data. Or see Mansfield from AT&T. Well, it's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> Let's try to define it. How does it look like? When you see, come across this word, the edge, over and over, of course, it looks like the guy up there in the corner. But there is a device edge. That might be the car, any IoT sensor, your smartphone, something like that. Then there is an on-premise edge. That might be a building, a factory, or if you want to, a mobile tower. And then we go into the network edge. Street cabinets go all the way up. And when you come to, let's say, a regional DC, that's probably no longer the edge. That's the core. You go in a central DC, and of course, you got the cloud somewhere. Now, you can go into some technologies and define different type of edges, and people talk about those if you read the light readings or whatever, respective news, like a fixed access edge, probably a technology-oriented edge. Like that, you can say, there's a mobile edge, also technology-oriented. These are all telco edges, obviously. Some carriers and telecommunication company would define them and run them. There's an enterprise edge. It's more of a market. And there's an IoT edge. That's also more of a market. And you see, I draw them a little bit overlapping. They're sort of overlapping, but we're going to go a little bit more into detail on how they actually look like. So what's this key properties and architecture? Okay, I'll get a little bit more technical. Of course, I need some infrastructure. Let's call it heavy metal. I somehow need to, need to connect things. Could be on the on-premise edge, radio, fiber, 
hopefully lots of fiber. You go into the core with more and more fiber, but you also have things like more compute coming up. So I just put some signs in there, some switches, some synchronization, some security, some compute. But these are boxes, heavy metal. On top of that stuff, you have virtual stuff. And the darker green part, I would still call infrastructure, but let's call it a ballot or soft rock. Could be done in metal, could be done in software. So network function virtualization would be such a thing. But still, infrastructure could be a firewall, could be a virtual router, something like that. And on top of that, you might get what I would call edge compute. So that could be multi-access edge compute for the mobile or general case. It could be fog computing for the IoT case. It's like a value-added application running on top of it, no longer infrastructure. Of course, you got the cloud, hyperscale, or public-private hybrid clouds, and so on. And very interestingly, you also got cloud compute. But what I believe is, with cloud compute, you will see much more of just storage and some very big computational models. And the whole data processing, maybe some machine learning, stuff like that, will be done towards the edge as much as possible. So if you look at the key properties, now let's get a little bit more physical. How would the edge look like, or a node in the edge? It would be somehow some connectivity, maybe some compute and storage, some sort of an operating system hosting these virtual infrastructure functions and or value-added applications, and then some management and orchestration on top. You got the standard properties. You got things like bandwidth, latency, compute, and so on, all the way up to make it easy. Zero-touch provisioning, and so on. Now... Who defines that architecture? Well, this is where it's getting a little bit more complex. You've got lots of different clubs and people. I put some down here. Could be from a market-centric side, could be more from a telco-centric side, trying to define either parts of it or the whole overall edge architecture. Now you look at market-centric, there are things like the edge computing consortium, edge cross consortium, more coming from the IoT one, the industrial internet consortium, and so on. Telco. Of course, you've got the next generation central office. You've got the mobile guys, 3GPP or GSMA Cloud AR VR forum, all the way down. Telecom infra project tip, very big in this. But if you look at some common denominator, what they all try to do, all saying, it's basically something like that in the middle. It should be composable, disaggregated, open, and come for free. Commoditized. So some black box, white box, or now we hear more and more about bright box. In case you don't know that thing, it's a branded white box. It's a white box, but it says Adva. And on top, you got a network operating system. You got people saying, well, that should be more like Linux, so open source, or maybe more like Windows, something you use. Uh, you put your virtual machines on top, or you go cloud native going forward. Uh, and then you need to manage that whole thing. Same discussion. Is it open? Is it more of a Linux and so on? It's not that easy. It's also not that easy if you've got all these different clubs trying to agree on some interfaces, on some generalized architecture which is applicable to everything. That is simply not there. Hopefully that was a good primer on the state of the edge. But let's dive into a few specifics. What does the edge mean for IoT, enterprise and mobile? Let's go back to Christoph. If we go a little bit more into these edges, I put this one together trying to explain how an IoT edge might look like. At the very bottom, I put something we have some interest in, called the fiber net of things. 
So we're applying OTDR technologies to measure something passively with fibers, i.e. be sensors for something, pressure, chemicals, NNN, or temperature. But if you look at stuff usually going on, let's say at utilities, you're into SCADA or ICS, then you've got companies coming up like Sigfox, I think it's a French company, you got long range, you got narrowband IoT, you got a red thing which would be an IoT gateway. Red again sort of symbolizes might be run by some enterprise or utility or, or, or whoever does that. And then you got 5G coming up. And with 5G you get much more distance, so you can go further into the network edge. Maybe put your IoT gateway somewhere in the network edge. You see interesting things coming from the big guys, like AWS Outpost or Azure Stack. Outpost, as the name says, is trying to say, okay, I'm going to put some operating system somewhere down there at the edge on some telco equipment or in a street cabinet. On top of that, I can run AWS Greengrass. That's basically their IoT software, similar from, from, from Azure, called Azure IoT. So it might look like that, the IoT edge. If you look at the key properties, I put some different applications down, takes the connected car and vehicle to vehicle. What's the bandwidth? 1 to 25 meg, they say. What's the latency requirements? 5 milliseconds, for example, for vehicle to vehicle. Round trip time. Would I need edge compute? And if so, where would I put it? So maybe local, in that case, in the car. Maybe something distributed somewhere in the network. We'll see. How important is sync? How important is security? What's the availability requirements? So you see down there, I put some references. I put this together from different inputs. Uh, there's some interesting ones. Go back to our superhero. Seven nines for professional audio. Of course, you want to hear that sound when you go to a concert, and you don't want some failures there. But we know from networks that seven nines is something really hard to do. But if you look at the industrial guys, industrial automation, it's nine nines. And I checked it twice, really, they're defining nine nines. So they don't want that robot or something in that factory to kill a human walking around. But nine nines for a network, I think we usually do five nines for some of our applications, and that's already not an easy one. Nine nines is a tenfold protection or something like that. Interesting. So if you look at enterprise, the enterprise edge, what's going on there? Of course, IT, OT convergence. Seamless branch office access, whether that's SD-WAN and might be off-net, or whether that's universal CPE. Wireless convergence, Wi-Fi, 5G, 4G. Interesting one coming up, I think. Oh, I'm going to get to it in a second. And of course, everything which is around clouds. Some requirements, our key requirements or vectors again. What is bandwidth, latency? Some edge compute, yes, maybe, for some applications. And then availabilities. If you look at the mobile edge, and here I'm going to go reasonably fast because Anthony will give you a great overview of this one. You see basically all of them stuff coming together. If you look at the cell side, you have some connectivity through the network edge and back. More and more compute, more and more functions being done virtually. Different ways to put those functions. If you think about the EMBB case, you might do what people call, let me do the next one, CRAN, run some function centralized like the CU, you have, of course, virtualization. People talk about VRAN. You have disaggregation, ORAN. If you look at the ultra-reliable low-latency case, the very low-latency sensitives, you might run everything right at the on-premise edge. 
all of that stuff, because you need to be fast. So, but you're flexible in terms of doing that, and on top of all of that, you might have mobile edge computing somewhere in the edge. Now, what are those requirements? As said, Anthony will go in a little bit more detail on this one, but we see the bandwidth going up even from the cell sites to 25 gig. I heard yesterday it will be 100 gig soon, right? <laughs> so we see that one coming up. Latencies, 10 millisecond round trip time for the EMBB case, one millisecond round trip time for the ultra low latency case. Now that's not easy to achieve. That is why those functions need to be very near to the user to achieve that. Will we see edge compute? Yeah, of course. Again, in my definition, I wouldn't call that edge compute. I would say, yes, we will see virtual functions in terms of virtual infrastructure functions done in software. Hmm? Somewhere in the edge and also on the premise, i.e. the tower. Uh, will we see mobile edge compute or multi-access multi edge compute? We'll see where that exactly sits in this network, but can be done. OK, that's all Christoph had for the edge, but he does have one last topic to share, and that's what comes next for ADVA. Here we go. One more very, very busy slide you're also going to get. So where are we going from here? So this, our advanced technology and research group puts together. It's some, we call it a technology radar. It should say what is now, what comes in one to two years, what is in three to five years in those different things, components, for example. We're getting very small. You see the IC Troza in anything we do in, let's say, silicon and so on. It's 7 nanometer, moving to 5 nanometer, maybe some quantum technologies. We're integrating optics with electrics. We're putting everything together. And it's all about functional integration and making things very small and energy efficient. If you look at hardware, it's probably more about standardization, even disaggregation which is the opposite of integration, <laughs> putting things into pieces. And then, of course, software. Probably the big one to spell out here is moving from NFVI, NFVO, that stuff, to a cloud-native, maybe Kubernetes run, and so on, infrastructure. And then networks is, again, about programmability, automation, all that stuff. That's everything for today's show. If you'd like to know more about any of the topics that Christoph discussed, please email me at thenetworks at adver.com. In the next installment, we're going to hear from Adver's VP of Business Development, Steve Pentecost. He's going to talk about the evolution of open optical networks. Until then, thanks for listening.